before I became a widow, I had experienced significant losses. Hello, and welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm Arvi Robinson. I'm the master speaker trainer, international speaker, and author of Speak Up, Get Clients, and new author of The Impact of One Voice, which is a collaborated book I put together to help people to get their message, their story, and their voice out to the world. And today I have a very special guest with me, a dear friend of mine, Liz McBride. She's one of our authors and she is going to share a little bit about her story today. So let me give her a proper introduction. My guest today is Liz McBride, who is the founder and president of Cascade of Empowerment, which is a not-for-profit 5013C company organization that is a resource for widows, divorced women, and single moms. She has been in real estate full-time for more than 23 years and is currently a realtor for KW Premier Properties. Over the course of her career, she has received many awards and also has a background in health care administration. Liz is a member of the Abundant Family Church and supports the ALFC Widow Support Group. She is also an active member of Rancho Cucamonga Christian Business Partners, Chamber of Commerce, and the West End Real Estate Professionals. Liz is a collaborated author for this new book, The Impact of One Voice, and her chapter, From Losses to Empowerment. Liz is a passionate student and teacher of the word and loves helping others, promoting and facilitating support groups and entertaining. She is an avid sports fan with basketball as her favorite sport and the Los Angeles Lakers, her favorite team. She plays the piano, loves to read, play games, and enjoy her four grand, her four daughters, 12 grandchildren, and five great-grandchildren. So please help me welcome Liz McBride. So welcome, Liz. Welcome. Beautiful. All right. So let's talk a little bit about your chapter. Your chapter is called Losses to... Um, to Cascade of Empowerment, which is also the name of your not-for-profit organization. So tell us a little bit. Now, I mean, I've, of course, I've read your chapter and you've had several losses in here. So just, and that's what brought you to create Cascade of Empowerment. So tell us a little bit about your losses. Yes, um, I'm a widow to John H. McBride, who um, died in 2011. And, uh, but before... John died. I, as I was writing this chapter, I began to think there were other losses that I had that were significant in my life. And one was when I lost my voice and my voice was something that I depended on. It was always reliable, you know, and I was in speech pathology for a whole year. It, I had a 
thyroidectomy where they removed my thyroid. It was not cancerous, but the mass wrapped around my thyroid and they had to remove everything. And I think I probably had a nick to my voice cord. So for a whole year, I couldn't hardly talk. Mm. Then we, uh, during the big crunch, we had a loss of homes. So our losses were, before I became a widow, I had experienced significant losses. So you're talking about in 2008, you're talking yeah, about- Yeah, 2008, 2000, yeah, 2008, 2007. Yeah. Yes. Now, here's what I find fascinating about your story, because this is a book all about the impact of one voice. And yet you had lost your voice. Yes, you lost your husband after that. But I mean, that is a significant loss when you did depend on it for to get business, to talk to people in real estate, for public speaking, for so many things that so many of us do. Now, yeah. in that moment when you discovered that you couldn't speak, I mean, what did you feel like in that moment? What did it, I mean, what went through your your head? Because I'm thinking maybe this loss was to prepare you for one bigger to come. So tell me a little bit about how you dealt with it, how you felt. Well, uh, Arvi, I really felt devastated because uh, for a long time, people could not hear me on the phone. Um. And then they would often think that, sir, you know, I would get that. And I still get that sometimes because my voice is in the lower tones. But it was very hard to deal with from the day that I left the hospital. Mm -hmm. It was going to be something temporary, maybe um, in a week or so, my voice would be back. But it did not come back. And I would at the time I was chairperson for the Mastermind Club, uh, Orange County Mastermind Club at Tarbell. And they could barely hear me when I would go to the meetings and I would often defer. But that was the hardest because I was used to talking and persuading people and, you know, making a case for for why they needed to do something, you know, to make a move and to lose that ability. It was it was really it was a it was really a great loss to me. And a year. I mean, networking. That's when I started networking because it was easier for me to be better perceived when I met people in person as opposed to being over the phone. Got it. And again, not to have a voice for an entire year. And what's worse is you have a voice. The voice is yeah. inside of you wanting to come out and it can't come out. Right. So then you, over a year, you know, you, you took care of that. You praised the Lord that your voice was restored and then, and that, and thank God it wasn't cancerous, but then right. your husband was diagnosed with cancer and right. he had quite a battle after that himself. So tell us. Yeah. About and that was a three year battle with him and going in and out of remission and uh, caring for a person who is ill. It drains you so much. Hmm. Oh, um, we, in our group, we have widows that lost their husbands right away, you know, um, accidents. But when you have it over a long period of time, it prepares you in some way. In some way. Unprepared. But you're never it's prepared. a long, drawn-out process, and you're very tired. And you're watching your loved one. Right. 
shrink or suffer or Not. change in some way that is heartbreaking. I yes, know. it is. One yes. Not in your book that I just want to talk a little tiny bit about because I do know you and you've shared it with me. But that is that is your love affair with your husband. It wasn't just, you know, I mean, a lot of couples are kind of kind of normal and, you know, they've married a long time, but you and your husband still had a love affair, even though you were married for over 20 years. So just yeah. look at, you look at your smile. Yeah, um, you know. Tell us a little bit about that, because every time you talk about him and tell me, it just warms my heart. So there might be some other widows or single moms or divorced women out there that are still looking for what you have. Yeah. My husband was, uh, he was a lover. <laughs> um, he, uh, I was like a gem to him, you know, because number one, we had different backgrounds. I came from a Pentecostal background I was a very conservative, you know, very, um, he was loud. He was an educated man, but he was loud, you know, very outgoing, had a great personality. And I remember when we were getting counseling for, before we got married and we took a, a, a test, I forget the name of the test. And my pastor, he kind of told me, he says, are you a little depressed, you know, from the result? I said, well, you know, no, it's a big thing to me. I said, because I, there is a role of submission that you have to pay. And I've always been married to my jobs. And I uh, just knew that it was a big thing for me. And I wanted the right person to be there. Oh. And loved me and he loved my children. Uh, you know, I... Honestly, I very seldom drove when I was with him because he was a loan officer. He was my business partner. I got in real estate because of John. Got it. But um, I helped him on a spiritual journey. And I think that's why I was really a gem for him. I remember speaking at a Valentine's Day banquet. And um, I just wrote some notes on everything that he would pray for me every day on his you know, when we would have prayer together and he would find something to say, what do you thank God for, for me? So I was always humbled and appreciative of someone that loved me so dearly. And my goal was to never hurt him. That was the goal of mine was to never hurt him. That's beautiful. Well, yes. truth was a match made in heaven and a love affair. Yeah, it was. Right. And out of that, even though as tragic as it is to lose, you know, your best friend, your lover, your business partner, you know, everything, you're everything. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the the silver lining, you know, that came out of that, that beautiful thing. I mean, I just want to like, it's like a big budding flower. So tell us a little well, bit. Well, there was a part of me that, um, he even told me like six months before he died, he said, I want you to marry again. And um, being a health conscious person, I would always look at people with how well did they take care of themselves? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, and my goal was, you know, I, if, if I was to do that again, I don't want to be 
having to deal with him being another you don't, you don't want to bury another husband. Right. So I, I would always look at how men took care of themselves, you know. Yeah. And then I start, uh, and part of this reason, there's a lot of little girl in me. Uh-huh. Being that one girl in the middle of, was 10 of us. Yeah. And I was the one girl in the middle of four boys. And there's a lot of things that my brothers just took care of. They took care of. I was the one that I learned executive skills from dealing with my brothers because there was always a lot of arguments and debates and all of that. And then I went in a field that was predominantly men working with physicians. Right. So I recognize that, honestly, I had never been alone a lot. And maybe this was a station that the Lord wanted me to embrace. And I did. And um, all I can say is I've never been lonely a day in my life because I'm always busy doing something. And I really enjoy pouring into people to be a better person, to accomplish their dreams or get them to uh, a grief stage. And, you know, one, the other thing about me is that I believe in joy. I really do, because the joy of the Lord is our strength. And in the scripture, it didn't say except for widows. Right. <laughs> I, I didn't like the stigma of this widow, alone, right. devastated. By you know? themselves, wearing black. And yeah, I, I <laughs> never embraced that. And. Um, so to help people get f- from that station to be to volunteering and healing and caring about others, it brings me joy. Right. It brings me joy. So yeah. Let's talk about again that that thing that came out of your tragedy, which is which was you developing cascade of empowerment. Right. Well, it organization may- that you developed in in um you tell us a little bit about that and how you help widows, single moms, and divorced women, because it's not just for widows, right. so, but it's for right. any woman who... Yeah, has- so uh, in 20, uh, actually before 2019, I started thinking about, it was probably about 2018, I started thinking about uh, not uh, losing, we would get together with our widows group at the church and then uh, we would celebrate birthdays. Some of the celebrate birthdays got celebrated and some didn't, you know. And then we had people that oftentimes uh, when I would meet people, uh, they had needs. And I often came out of my pocket, you know, to help people. And then I thought it would be nice to have an organization where we could kind of keep track of people. No one will be lost through the cracks and just make their days special, those days that they often celebrated with their husbands. So we always do something at Valentine's Day and Christmas. And then uh, we have our annual event that we have in June. Uh, We're always looking for opportunities to volunteer. Uh, This year, we're thinking about doing something at a shelter, uh, helping women but at Christmas time, we've given gift cards to children mm-hmm. uh, that needed transportation, even rental assistance, just wherever we can find uh, a need occurs, we try to be there to help them. Okay. More importantly, it's a sisterhood that's like none other 
once you've been a widow, uh, you tend to be more comfortable talking about it with another widow. Right. We don't leave divorced women out because that's a type of separation. It is. Absolutely. It's a loss. And sometimes there's uh so we're, we're, we have a grief support that we offer once a month. And we actually have four states that are represented on that zoom call for grief support. Beautiful. Beautiful. Now yeah. you have also something that's called the widow box. And yeah. I got to experience it myself being a new widow and you, there's a knock at the door and I open the door and there you are with a big, beautiful box of gifts that was like a surprise and an honor and just filled my heart with joy. So tell us a little bit about that, that widow box. That widow care box. Um, what we do is we, the most important thing is to have reliable resources that you can refer to. And uh, that particular book is written by Jennifer Ginsburg, Widow to Widow. Yeah, I love that book. I mean, that, I'm still reading it now. It is a right. Book. It's excellent. It, and it's, there's so many stages of grief. There are so many uh, things that you experience, what to do with the clothes, what, how long should you wear the ring. Right, right. exactly. Um, what do I do with, uh, you know, the memories and how to keep those memories alive. Right. And, uh, it, it's just an excellent book. Uh, regardless of your religious persuasion, that is an excellent book. Yeah. Say say the it title and who wrote it again in case anybody listening. The name of it is talk. Widow to Widow. Widow to Widow. And it's Widow written to by Widow. Jennifer Ginsburg. Genevieve Ginsburg. Ginsburg. And I, I recommend it. I am just reading it now. You know, it's funny. I'm reading it now and it's going through the stages. And I realized that I didn't read it back in December because I was still in denial, right? In the stage denial. I'm like, I don't right. need this. I don't need to read this. I'm yeah, okay. I know. Right? You know, yeah. I mean, and now that I've kind of gone through some of the stages, I'm like, oh, okay. So this is what I was going through. It yeah, yeah. So cool. So yeah, it is cool. Yeah, it's, it's really very cool. good at describing the different stages and yeah. the things that you might go through and what to do. And it even talks about you know sex a little bit. You know, yeah. like you're thinking you might want to. You know, right. it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. You're not being disloyal. Right. You know, and it just, uh, it, I just love it. So I, yeah, I, really I love it. I, I, I've read a few books on, on this subject and this by far, this is one of the best. Yes. The, for divorce women, uh, we're beginning to develop, we're going to start, uh, in our newsletter, started writing articles, uh, for the, uh, divorce women as well. And we have a care corner that's even in our newsletter where we try to share something, whether it's about your car, about how to care for your home or how to care for yourself. That is very important that you start focusing on yourself. Right. Very important. I agree. Um, presenting your, making yourself important, particularly if you've had those long periods of where you just poured into other people, but you are very important eating right, taking care of yourself, the right mental health. Right. And associations, you know. And you don't want to stare at grief too long. 
at the grave too long because you will fall over in it. I love that. I love that. Well, our time is almost up, Liz. And so now it's like, tell us, tell you the audience a little bit about how they can be involved in your organization and join Cascade of Empowerment, whether they live in Southern California or somewhere else. Well, you can go by going to our website, www.cascadeofempowerment.org. And uh, there's a tab there where you can communicate with us if you want to be a member or if you want to be a donor uh, to sponsor us. We have we can do that as well. If you want to be part of our Zoom grief support or you want to find a location of a physical uh, location that you can go to. We have all of that on the website and we try to keep the website updated. Uh, when we have birthdays, but if you want to partner with us or you want to be involved in any way, that's all you have to do. Beautiful. Now, if someone, Liz, if someone just said, well, I'm not, I, I, I'm not ready to just join that. I want to talk to you a little bit more in person. How would they get a hold of you personally? Or if maybe they're in Southern California and they want some uh, real estate transaction, how would they right. get Just call me at 909-635-4124. I always answer the phone or I'll always get back with you. Beautiful. All right. There you have it. So that's our show for today. Liz, thank you so much for coming on the show, for sharing your brilliance, for creating Cascade of Empowerment. I'm part of that particular group, and I recommend it for any widow, divorced woman, or um, single mom, or any woman that finds themselves alone. You do not have to be alone. We are here for you. We will embrace you, love on you, and as Liz said, pour into you. So and one Liz, final thought. One final You have thought. love to give. If you still have love to give, there's very possibly that you'll remarry again. Ooh, I love it. If you have love to give, you could if remarry. You still have love to give. Yes. Amen to that. There is hope. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Liz. Thank You're you. welcome. Thank you, Arby. You're special. Chapter and for sharing your brilliance here with us today. Thank you much. All right. So that's our show for today. So tune in next time. We're going to have more authors from the impact of one voice, your voice, your story, and your message matters. Bye for now. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Thank you so much for listening to the million dollar speaker podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a million dollar speaker.